Welcome to Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive with Dr. Rebecca Risk. Do you ever feel that even though nothing seems seriously wrong and you pass all the medical tests, that you still feel that your health, pain, and fatigue are completely out of control? It doesn't have to be that way. Listen to the tips and suggestions given on our program today and take back control of your health. Now, here is Dr. Rebecca Risk. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Falling Through the Cracks. Today, uh, we're talking with Juliette Aiguier. She is an independent journalist and filmmaker. She's joining us from Argentina. Um, she, uh, we're discussing her new documentary, GMO Children. So, Juliette, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you to invite me to to talk with you. <laughs> um, can Can you just uh, uh, tell me what inspires you to to make this documentary? Well, uh, actually, I was uh, living in Argentina since a lot of time yet, but I went to the north of the country and I uh, just, uh, because I was, you know, in holiday, but, uh, and, and I just uh, look at the children and and figure out that some of them were very sick and a lot of them so it was uh, my first question why these children are there so sick and then i asked to the people around me and they began to 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 tell me why i mean it was all of these people were uh, growing tobaccos and uh, uh, to to be able to grow this kind of tobacco they they were obliged uh, in fact, to 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 use some chemical product, some uh, well glyphosate, but also other product uh, to grow it, and uh, they, tell, they told me that uh, it was uh, for uh, the, this product that the, the children were sick, and also they were sick themselves. So that yes. So, so what what made you? I mean, your documentary focuses on the farming and the and the agrochemicals. And what made you realize of all the things that could be happening in that that area that that was what was going on? Was it just the testimonies, or did did you rule out other factors as well? Well, the testimonies and and also to see it. I mean, uh, the. the this uh, sickness, these people were not sick, like uh, it was not flu or it was very heavy uh, um, problem. I mean, and, and that was weird. I mean, I, I, was, I was surprised to see so many children with a neurologic problem in a, such a little place all around. And so that, that really was uh, the visual, first the visual uh, uh, Impression. My first impression was absolutely visual. I didn't know anything about that, and uh, that was like five or six years ago. And by this time, anybody, no, nobody here in in Argentina was almost talking about that. So it was a surprise for me. You know, I was not expecting to find this kind of situation. And then when I begin to, to ask myself what's happening there, so I, I begin to, to read and to get in contact with uh, people who were more specialists with uh, doctors or, or scientific. And, and, or, and, and then I realized that the problem was very, very big in all Argentina, actually, not only in the north. So what, what um, you said the children had some neurological um, uh, problems, but what exactly was it that you were seeing? Well, uh, some, some kids were like uh, hydrocephalic, uh, like with a big head, or some could not, uh, I mean, speak. Some were not able to, I mean, they were like babies, but they were like eight or nine years old and they were acting like babies I mean they couldn't uh, walk uh, they couldn't speak uh, they were like lost and all these parents were just carrying these children uh, and, and for them it was like normal so it was it was very weird the situation was very actually it was uh, a big uh, encounter for a football game I mean between the the Indians uh, here in the in the in the north of the country we have some Indian Guarani people and uh, the Guarani people children which 
are living in the same place of these people growing tobacco, which are white people, I mean, like we say here. And um, it was uh, very different. I mean, the Guarani's children were not sick, and uh, the growers' uh, children were sick. So the problem was in the, some activities they have one of them and, and not the Guaranese people. And it was about growing. I mean, the, the Guaranese people grow tobaccos, but uh, the, the wild uh, kind of tobaccos, and not, they don't use uh, the, the chemical product. They just use uh, the tobaccos for their ceremony or not to sell it. So that's the difference. And then... I realized uh, that uh, the problem was very big in all this place and, and everywhere. So I just want to um, confirm what you said. What you were seeing was that it was more the, the farmers and, and, and I, you, you said the Indians, so the, the natives in that area. The, um, and I would guess there's a little bit more poverty on that side. And, and um, the ones that, that weren't farmers, um, which I, I, I can't <laughs> remember the term you used, but I think you said that the, the whites, um, they, they yeah, weren't, I mean, their children like, weren't as affected. So the farmers were more affected is what you were seeing yeah the farmers uh, the farmer was affected and the original people I mean the aboriginal people not and uh, they live in the same place almost. so uh, clearly uh, there was a, a fa- external factor uh, act- acting there and that was uh, the the products they were uh, obliged to use I mean if you don't grow the tobaccos with the, the product uh, that uh, the company which is at the end, Philip Morris, but I mean, uh, at this place is a cooperativa, I mean, the, 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 the place who uh, give you all the product, they oblige you to, to use uh, glyphosate and uh, fun and other products, I mean, all the agrochemical products, uh, which are very toxic for this world. Well, and and we know um, it was just a couple of weeks ago um, that Monsanto was successfully sued for um, glyphosate causing leukemia in a gardener, um, but it hasn't gone this far yet. Um, I think that that was the first lawsuit against them that was successful. So we we do know that the pesticides are causing damage, and I think what what we're you're trying to say is we're not quite, um, you know. What you're seeing is is more systemic than um, what somebody here would would say that they're seeing. Um, although I believe pesticides are causing an issue that that is more hidden. Um, do you think that there might be less control in Argentina than there is here? I mean, here when people apply pesticides, they they do wear suits and and they're protected. Does that happen in Argentina? Yes, of course. I mean, in Argentina, these people—you can imagine—they they are. I'm almost lost in the in the in this place of the country. Uh, they they are very isolated. There's. There are no. They are very poor people. They don't have any money to to get a lawyer and to de- defend themselves. I mean, all the these people they are just uh, keeping growing tobaccos because they need uh, social insurance that the company gives to them. And it's a uh, you know it's a vicious circle because uh, they grow tobacco, they get sick, and then they have to keep growing tobaccos and they keep they still uh, they, they continue to, to to get sick just because they have the social insurance uh, by the company so that it's they, they cannot uh, get out from that and um, it's uh, it's it's really a, a problem here I mean uh, all the economic uh, model, agriculture uh, economic model is based on this extensive right now extensive soils uh, culture or, or, or corn culture but all using glyphosate and all using uh, the modified um, um, uh, grain and uh, it's it's uh, it's very difficult because the country choose this kind of uh, of uh, agro ag- uh, agro uh, system and uh, it will be very difficult to 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 come back to another way to to grow um, because uh, well the, the system is very uh, uh, powerful <laughs> I yes. mean, the, 
big group, economic group, uh, they have all these lands and they don't want to change it. Uh, uh, they, they don't care about people dying, you know. Well, and, and I know um, to change the system that's set up would, would require education, um, which I'm going to uh, just speculate or I'm going to guess isn't where you are. Um, you know, there are some programs in, in some communities. I, I did speak with someone a few weeks ago with David Montgomery. Um, he went to Africa and he, he watched them do a, a program where he taught people how not to use pesticides. But if you don't know how to do that you are stuck in that cycle because you need the pesticides because of the damage that you've already done to the soil and and I know without that education people don't know what kind of change that they should make oh yes absolutely I mean these people they don't have they don't receive any other education that the way to 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 better apply these pesticides. Uh, here now the government is saying, okay, but the people has to apply this pesticide with good practices. And uh, this is not uh, realistic because, you know, when you have so much temperature, it's very hot. Um, people don't don't want to, to wear a suit like a cosmonaut to put, the pesticides so they use it uh, not the way they should uh, use it it's 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 true but uh, also they are not educated and they don't have any other possibility to to grow in another way because they don't know how to do it as you mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. well and and, and um, you know if they understood the imp- the implications or what would happen if they didn't wear the suit, they probably would make that sacrifice of being hot that day when they sprayed and, and protecting their family. But um, from what I'm understanding, um, they don't know the damage that that could happen or that that's even what has happened to their children. No, they don't know it. I mean, they don't realize. Or so maybe the doctors in the, in this region, uh, they also don't want to to interfere with uh, with the agricultural politics of that region. Because uh, you know, in Misiones, where I filmed the first part of the film, the tobacco is a very important uh, business, and uh, see. Uh, if the, the doctor uh, or anybody else would say something, that that causes problem. Uh, that's um, uh, they don't want to 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 put in danger this uh, this this way to to get money, and uh, and so there is some few people who are trying to educate uh, these farmers, but uh, it's so few, so few, and uh, the. I mean, the soil are very contaminated, the water is contaminated, and so I think, uh, and I, I mean, talking with the doctors, they told us that um, the the damage uh, are getting through the DNA, so the damage uh, maybe already in, in the DNA of the people, I mean, they will transmit the damage. So it's it's awful, really. The situation it's almost I mean no solution, unless to change everything and 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 this is not the way Argentina is going on. Well, and I, I think that part of this is the the big issue that um, the education isn't there, and and when you're living in, I, I mean, in your video, it was very obvious that the the way the farmers are living um, is in pov- what I would consider poverty. Um, yeah. I you know they they don't have the access to computers and and internet and the the way we would hear if we wanted to educate ourselves more. The, a program needs to be set in, in place for them um, because they they can't access the rest of the world in the same way the rest of us can. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think things are changing because of the cellular phone. You know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm also uh, when I film, uh, I was. Uh, it was like four years ago. Uh, I, I with uh, Willie's family, the, the 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 boy. I mean, the big boy, which. Is in the in the in the house. He cannot 
uh, eat by himself. Well, he has a little brother, and by the time I filmed, uh, was very little. And now it's um, it's almost an adult, and uh, we communicate. And I saw the the big um, step that this uh, brother uh, has done, uh, and he can educate his his uh, father. Oh, that that's great. So Changing, there is, I'm saying information, yeah. and but you know, it's like to be an aunt, a little, very little uh, mm-hmm. uh, act. I mean, uh, yes, of course, the 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 state should educate, and the school should educate, and but. This is not uh, the interest of the big companies. We always come back to this problem. I mean, the interest, the economical interests are more important than people here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's just there. Um, we're we're going to take a quick break. We're talking with Juliette Iguier. She is the author, of, uh, sorry, not author. I usually interview authors, but this is a documentary today and it's called uh, GMO Children. We'll be back shortly. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you tired of the healthcare system only treating your symptoms and never addressing the root cause? Discover how integrative medicine can resolve health issues through dietary and lifestyle changes and the use of natural supplements. Increase your energy, memory, mood, immune system, sexuality, and more. Join Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton to help you take back your health with natural, evidence-based solutions. Tune in every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness Channel. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent, inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision-making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Falling Through the Cracks with your host, Dr. Rebecca Risk. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email directly to Dr. Risk. The email address is anantacalgary at gmail.com. Now, back to Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive. Welcome back, everybody. Today we're talking with uh, Juliette Izier. Uh, she um, made the documentary GMO Children, um, and she's joining us from Argentina today. So, Juliette, before the break, um, you, you mentioned this DNA damage that's happening to these children. Um, what, what I think you said it, the DNA is transmitted. Um, can you just explain that a little more about what's actually happening? Well, I'm not a scientist. I mean, maybe a doctor, a chemical uh, specialist can explain that better than me. But uh, the doctors we interviewed in for the documentaries explained to us that some of these children were not uh, directly exposed to the product. I mean, maybe the grandfather was exposed to this product. So that means that for them, uh, the DNA damage is is being transmitted i mean the the dna damage it's done by the product the 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 the, the, the interaction between the the 
early DNA formation, I mean, not DNA, but the early cells formation, like when the, in the first weeks of the pregnancy for a woman, uh, the, the, all the cells are getting um, in, in the process, normal process, and then the product interacts with this process and uh, uh, makes some uh, a birth differ- defect. So uh, they explained to us that sometimes the DNA uh, damage, uh, it, it's, uh, it's already there. And then maybe the, the first generation will not be sick, but the, the second and the third, yes, will be sick. So this is uh, kind of uh, scary. Uh, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's awful to think that uh, even if we take the, the, now the measure the, or the protection and everything, the, the damage is already done uh, for these people. And uh, that's that's uh, that's very scareful. Mm-hmm. Well, and I know what we do understand of genetics is that a, a trauma or a situation can can change a gene, and then that gets passed down in the generations. And if we continue to have that exposure, uh, uh, we're going to continue to to modify or be damaged because of that exposure so what you said that you know that maybe the grandparents were were doing this and now we have um you know three or four generations later um where the parents may have just had something more minor this is showing up more dramatically in the children if i'm understanding you right yeah 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 Yeah. this is this is that yeah. So, so in 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 this area where you were seeing a lot of the children were were quite sick. What care did they have available to them? Like, were they able to get proper care from the medical system? No, anything. I mean, they have the 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 almost the basic uh, the basic you can imagine uh, for them. <laughs> so it's like nothing for. I mean, for developed country like uh, yours or mine in France I mean these children are heavy heavy sick and they don't receive more than uh, some uh, instrument I mean well, the in the in the in one home we went uh, the mother was so isolated and that they, they didn't receive anything. I mean, they had a wheelchair uh, given by a uh, private uh, um, association, but uh, nothing, not not nothing like even milk. I mean, some some of the children they cannot digest well the the alimentation, so they need like special milk like for babies, and don't uh, they don't even receive that. I mean, the people are. are are just struggling with a uh, high price also in uh, alimentation, special alimentation, or even um, insume that they need, for example, uh, because they cannot aliment themselves by the mouth and uh, they have to go directly to the to the stomach. Uh, you need some some kind of um, of, of uh, I don't a know how feeding, to say a feeding tube. Yeah, feeding tube, for example. So that maybe they will receive once some uh, of it, but not the quantity they need. And they need also um, diapers, and they need everything. And then they don't receive anything. It's it's very it's very awful. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I know, um, you know, in, in Canada, that the situation would have been treated differently, just the illness, um, maybe not recognized for what it was. But, um, you know, they would be in a program and receive assistance and get care and have a doctor following them. Um, and so you're saying that, that this isn't happening, they're farmers and they have a sick child and they're just surviving in, the, in that situation without the the, the care the help assistance of their um, system yeah yeah and and also you know the 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 school for example there is one only school in in this little village and the school is full i mean they cannot receive any more sick children which just need some specialized uh, education for them who can go to the school. I mean, there are obviously uh, a lot of uh, children who just stay at home because they 
they are not able to even walk. But for them who can go to to maybe to, to have a, an access to education, a minimal education, there is no room in the school. Uh, mm. It's too much people sick. And, yeah. uh, and they all need special care and the, the school doesn't have the funding for the special assistance for the children. No. No, that, uh, that's too bad. Um, so, I, I, mean, I mean, obviously the farmers are struggling. Just having a sick child is a struggle. So then you have this, um, uh, you know, extra financial burden. And um, most likely the children were supposed to work on the farm. So then you don't have somebody to help you work on the farm as well. Um, uh, what, you know, as traditionally I know is usually what happens. But I'm also wondering um, with the, the tobacco companies, um, is there, a, a way is there a monopoly on on this land how does the ownership of the land work well the, the these people they don't owe uh, the majority don't owe the 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 land where they are i mean this is some like uh, uh municipal uh, um, uh, um, the, the, they're the, renting it they're renting it oh they are just there and just just grow uh the the, what they want to grow in this uh, public uh, land. I mean, the land can be sold by the politics there. So, and they can be expulsed also from this land. Very few people uh, have uh, the property, real the property of the land there. So there is a kind of, um, yes, of um, uh, pressure made by the the big company, the tobacco company, I mean, that's Philip Morris. But uh, then we have the other uh, problem in, in other places of Argentina where there is big, big uh, farmer. Uh, the people living around are getting sick. I mean, obviously, the big farmers uh, who grows with glyphosate and uh, uh, GMOs and uh, they are not living in this land. I mean, they are living in the town in Buenos Aires like if they were. And there is some people working for them getting sick. So it's it's general. It's not only in the place for tobacco. It's uh, with all the culture. The cotton, for example, or sugar cane, or, or corn, or whatever. I mean, all this transgenic all is modified all is with glyphosate and other uh, agrochemicals so uh, one of the things that that you did was you you talked to people that lived in one of the towns and they had a very high rate of it i think it was leukemia um, so can you need you just tell us about that uh, yes well the people uh, the, the mothers uh, we, we, we met in Cordoba uh, were all effect, affected by the, the big lands around the, the city. I mean, they were living there and, uh, you know, with the, the soy boom of 2006, uh, all the people who own the land would make some soy. So the, the houses were very close, very, very close from the, the growing uh, soy and uh, all the plain um, we are, will um, uh, spray the agrochemical and these people receive directly all the, the spreading of the of the chemical and they get sick uh, leukemia it's uh, it's very very frequent and uh, the people are dying more than uh, in other I mean usually uh, the people are uh, 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 dying from uh, uh, some uh, um, health problem here uh, the, the, in these places the, the first cause of uh, death is uh, for cancer and uh, this is uh, this is not something that the authorities or even our government uh, will really take in consideration I mean some some weeks ago, after the 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 show, I mean the the process for against Monsanto, uh, minister, an agriculture minister, say that it was uh, uh, salt with water. Uh, the salt was more dangerous than glyphosate, for example. So. Mm -hmm. 
what can you say for that? Well, which is what they used to say about glyphosate, that you could drink it, um, which is obviously changing. And with that that recent lawsuit, and that lawsuit's after your documentary, but, um, you know, somebody winning, uh, I think it was 400 uh, million dollars um, against Monsanto uh, for his leukemia. I, I think I have that right. I hope I have that right. Um, so, it, you know, th- there's obviously there is a link to um, the pesticides and cancer. Um, what what I guess um, we should point out is how people in the town are getting exposed if they're not the farmers. Well, uh, just because in Argentina, you know, the town, the peripheric town neighborhoods, they are very close to the culture. I mean, like uh, this woman explained, I mean, the, the, the houses were between three lands. And so every time they passed the, the, the product, they will receive it by the wind, by the, by the water. I mean, they discovered that the water was also very contaminated. And then they have to sign a discharge uh, to the state to to not sue the state because the the pollution of the water. And uh, so, so uh, now some municipalities are trying to, to make rules and to forbidden to to spray this product unless I'm I mean one uh, two hundred meters or three hundred meters even more if they can but it's very difficult because the lobbies are very important very powerful Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, if it's if it's in the water, of course, it's leaching into the ground, so it, it's gonna get there anyway. Um, which which we know that it does travel. Um, you know, goes into the ground, gets into the water, and then it can travel many, many miles away from where it's being sprayed. And then, um, you know, it's it's in the wind. So, you know, they might stay 200 meters away, but they it's going to blow over where you are if the wind is going that way. Yeah, it's in the rain also. The, 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 recently, they have made some measurement of the rain, and the rain is plenty of pesticides. I mean, when you eat something here in Argentina, I mean, in a simple plate of food, you can have maybe uh, uh, 3,000 kind of uh, 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 pesticide. Uh, So, no, 300, I'm sorry, 300, 300. and so it's uh, it's it's a lot. I mean, every time we eat something, we get we are getting in 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 poisoned. Uh. Yeah, so even if we're we're being cautious and and you know wearing suits when we spray, then of course then it rains, which is what you want it to rain when you're a farmer, and uh, you know we're we're not protected anymore it does sound like it is everywhere and um you know you're right i i agree that things need to change um you know not just what's happening in argentina um i think this is a a very extreme and obvious case because of the the poverty um that is in that area as well but um i i think that there are less obvious things happening you know where i am in in north america and canada um Mm -hmm. that that um in it which actually makes it harder to 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 make change happen because it's um not as obvious as where you are but i don't think it should be happening anywhere and and globally we we need to bring this awareness and and uh make some changes yeah (laughs) you know um just so that we it affects everybody and yes. uh, yeah, um, we're going to take a quick break. We're talking today with Juliette Igier, and she uh, made the documentary GMO Children in Argentina. So we'll be back shortly. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. There is a difference in health and wellness programs. There can be mainstream programs, and then there is something extra. That something extra is called tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. 
with your host, Kristen Harper. If you want to hear some behind-the-scenes talk radio when it comes to health and wellness, the why as well as the how, be sure to tune in each week. This show will inspire you to be healthy and happy for life, as well as become the best version of yourself. Listen Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Today's woman faces a stressful world when it comes to staying healthy. We are bombarded by media messages with contradicting ideas about fitness and nutrition. We need to keep our diet, relationships, and stress in check. It's time to get the right message and have the most fun. Join hosts Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fenighaus for Healthy View Radio. It's health and happiness in one show every Thursday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Falling Through the Cracks with your host, Dr. Rebecca Risk. To reach the program today, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. Again, that's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email directly to Dr. Risk. The email address is anantacalgary at gmail.com. Now, back to Falling Through the Cracks. Feel alive and thrive. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Falling Through the Cracks again. Uh, today, we're talking with Juliette Igier, and she um, has made the documentary GMO Children. Uh, so, so Juliette, I mean, we're, we're talking about um, what's going on in Argentina. And is there um, anything that people are doing? Is there a lawsuit at all to try to make change in Argentina? Well, yes, there is a group of doctors and activists, I mean, who are very conscious of the problem because they compiled all the information from uh, every every region. And so they, they really uh, are trying to, to make change and to educate people uh, that it is possible to grow in another way, I mean, with natural uh, uh, product or only respecting the, the 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 time of the nature. I mean, obviously, this is not so. so you, you cannot get so much money, but maybe uh, if uh, the people are not dying, <laughs> that will be a benefit. Uh, not like it is now and so there is people trying to change uh, things but it is very difficult to go uh, uh, against uh, a big system and a system based on the profit and um, that 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 is the point i mean uh, we have to change the way we are considering uh, what is uh, good for a country i mean if you if you're going to have big health problem in uh, 20 years because of this system that will not be so 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 uh, big profit uh, for a country so we need people more more political uh, people conscious aware uh, with a with an uh, yes with a conscious that that we can still growing uh, still be competitive uh, but not uh, not with uh, playing with the, the the people health. Well, and and really, there there isn't going to be a profit if the children aren't going to be able to take over the farming, because um, that's usually what happens is is uh, you know children take up their parents' land and their parents work and work with them and then take it over, and now we've got these sick children that aren't going to be able to do that, and uh, mm-hmm. when their parents aren't around, who is going to look after these children? So th- there is going to actually be more of a economic burden. It's just not happening right now because the parents are are the ones taking this on and trying to survive but there will be a day where where there is no one left to farm 
Mm, it's true. Yes, yes, yes. Or, or the the children actually the the young generation because she is getting informed. Uh, they they want to, to change things, I mean, and they don't want to, to be like their parents, you know, with transplantation of uh, liver or whatever uh, when they have, uh, f- when they are 40 years old, because this is a reality. They, they need to, to maybe the, the organists uh, are not working well, they have to get transplanted and, um, and they are getting sick and they are getting, uh, and they, they are dying very early. So the, 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 the new generation uh, is getting uh, conscious of that. And that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were um, interviewing people. There was a doctor um, that, that was trying to bring more awareness. What, what was he um, trying to do? And what was his talk about? Well, uh, Dr. De Mayo, unfortunately, died last year. Uh, he was old, but during all this career, his career, uh, he, he formed uh, other um, um, doctors in the hospital, and then he went to this little place where nobody goes and just inform uh, the young generation. I mean, every little place he can go, he took the car and go and, and talk with them and make some presentations some, uh, and uh, to, 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 to inform them the risk they were taking if they were still using this product without no protection and and just just for growing that, so um, and then there is uh, another doctor, the one who can who we 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 we, we meet in um, in Cordoba, is a neonatology doctor, and uh, he's also making some lot of conference in the country. I mean, there is uh, there is all scientific or doctors trying uh, to inform. Uh, but this is uh, the only thing we can do. I mean, because the politics they will not change right now, at least. Well, and I, I think it, it does start with, with that education. So informing people and letting them know that there is something wrong is a good place to start because then, you know, people get passionate enough that they want to make change and they start to make change. But it does have to happen at the political level for the change to follow through and and, and be there. Otherwise, um, you know, the entire community isn't going to um, follow through or, or understand um, what needs to happen. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, this is the only way, at least now. But, you know, we have a problem also because all the the, the, the channels, for example, or the newspaper, uh, they are getting uh, sponsored by the agrochemical industry. So the journalists there, they cannot say anything. So really, it's it's very hard, you know, when all the system is getting caught by uh, this big, big um, monster. I mean, tobacco or, or, or Monsanto's, or, they are monsters. I mean, it's it's uh, it's very hard uh, to 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 get the information in this place because, well, uh, there's no way. Sometimes only by uh, you know the the. I mean, here, all the social um, web, like Facebook or Twitter or, well, that's getting, uh, but it's, it's slow, very mm-hmm. slow. So you, so you mean the social media isn't as popular there as it, as it is here? Yes, so they, are, they are popular, the social media, and maybe this is the only way to get to the people, but, you know, uh, with... All the, 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 the massive medias uh, are not talking about that at all. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and that, that is where the information is supposed to come from. We do trust our media to be unbiased and to give us the information that's required. And if they're afraid to report um, something about, uh, you know, these pesticides because they might lose their advertising or their funding, that's not unbiased news, um, which is going against, you know, what, what they're all about. Um, so there is something wrong with 
that that system if they're afraid to report about what is actually going on. Yes, and this is the case here. I mean, when we, we went to film, it was at the first time very hard to, to get to the people and to to for the people to talk to us because they were very, you know, suspicious. They, 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 didn't want, they didn't know exactly what we wanted to do. They didn't understand that we wanted to uh, communicate uh, about the problem. They, they, they was uh, suspecting we were some part of the Monsanto company even. So it was, it was very hard to, to, to get them to talk uh, with us at the first time. Then... They, they understand and today they understand what it that it is very important the testimony is very important so mm-hmm. to to prevent other people to get sick simply well and if, if they're as isolated as they are it's hard to get their story out because um, you know you it sounds like you ran on to it by by chance and decided to tell the story but um, you know if you hadn't done that we wouldn't be aware of what was going on all the way in Argentina I mean that's pretty far from where I am and mm-hmm. um, you know the information isn't isn't as clear uh, from from this distance you know mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Well, uh, the same for other, I mean, probably a lot of other regions in the world. I mean, uh, there is the, the problem with, with this chemical used in ground. It's uh, in all the poor country, there, there is a, a kind of uh, same problem. I mean, if we compile all the information of uh, sickness and and uh, because people are growing with this uh, toxic product, uh, we should stop right now to grow with uh, with uh, with uh, this product. But I mean, well, and it, it, it's not that simple because there's the damage that the product has done to to the soil and the plants. And um, I know that it takes education for people to understand how to grow without it because they do think that they need it to control weeds. But what we, you know, in in other interviews I've done this year, we understand that we now have super weeds because of this chemical, and it's actually causing more harm all around, not not just to the people like you're talking about, but to our land and our world, and... um, you know, we we need to educate people. We need to bring that education to Argentina so people can learn to grow without it because it's not necessary. Um, you know, and I'm speaking mostly about my interview I did with David Montgomery, uh, if anybody is interested, and just um, the different kinds of, of uh, the no-till agriculture that, that he uh, spoke about that um, – healed the land and it only took a few years to turn that around um, and then we were not using the the chemicals anymore and we actually have more more product because of that and healthier product of course and healthier soil yes I hope that these programs can can really come here and and make change the people but I I still thinking that uh, without the help of the politics it it's going to be very, very hard here uh, because uh, the, the, the situation, these people are so isolated and the place of it, Argentina is very big. I mean, it's, so you have this problem in all the country. So we really need that, uh, I mean, some program of that came into the school, agriculture school, or, or just uh, to engineer, agronomy engineer, uh, to, to be able to, to give an, an alternative to this culture, uh, then the people can choose. Okay, I still I'm, I'm still using the the chemical or not, and uh, mm-hmm. I think more more of them will not. We choose to not use it because they know now that uh, they they have problem. But as you say, they need to have alternative. They they need to to be educated. See, yes. 
Yeah. So, um, you know, and and uh, if I had all the money in the world, I think I would take that education everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and 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 unfortunately, I think that that's part of the problem is that those of us that want that change are we we feel like we're small voices, but um, I don't think we are. I think that you know how far your documentary can reach in doing interviews like this um, will take that awareness a lot further than. Um, it can be imagined and hopefully that that spurs some some change i hope so i really hope so and i'm well actually i'm 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 very attentive of what all of the information uh, disponible i mean in 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 the country and and out of the country also uh, and uh, i think it is important also to 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 make some documentaries of about the the alternative just the the possibility to do in another way uh, which I've done one for another French TV uh, two or three months ago and uh, I, I, I was able to see that there is uh, other way and there is a change happening in the mind of the some people also in big 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 uh, landers uh, which just uh, or getting touch about the the terrific uh, story we we have about the the sickness and agrochemicals. So there is it's slow, but I think I am sure that would change. Um, what sort of feedback have you had on the documentary so far? Oh, uh, very good feedback. Very good. I mean, other people are concerned. Some of them uh, didn't even know about it. Um, I mean, the, the most of the people who's, who can who are able to see the documentaries are outside of Argentina. Here, uh, obviously, this uh, kind of uh, material will not be broadcast here. It's not possible. Uh, that's going to to and. Un- against uh, the system but I am giving the, the the possibility to some people here to see it I've done a, a Spanish version for them and so they are um, they are understanding that uh, they have to change uh, because uh, of for the for the, the life of simply mm-hmm. for for being able to to live more and to live no, oh, that, that that's great. I'm so glad you've done that for them. Um, what? Uh, it, how can somebody get a hold of this documentary? Well, uh, go, going to the to the uh, GMOs uh, page uh, in Facebook, you can you can find the links to go to to the the place where the the it's a purple view uh, in in North America. So you can you can see it. Uh, with the, all the the support uh, they are in, I'm not very you know uh, uh, aware of that because this is for the from the distribution over there. But uh, I think it's very simple. You go and you, you you can you can you can have access to the to the movie. Okay, well, perfect. Um, I, thank you for for joining me all the way from Argentina today. This was a great show. Thank you very much to all of you, and I hope uh, uh, the people can can get more uh, conscious seeing uh, my work. That will be great. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so hopefully, you know, interviews like this can bring more awareness. Um, today, we were talking today with Juliette Igier, and she made the documentary GMO Children, uh, which is about um, the DNA damage that glyphosate is doing in Argentina. If you want more about my story, um, you can listen to my journey on uh, my website, dr-risk.com. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, or uh, you can always just send me an email at anantacalgary at gmail.com thanks so much for listening today and be sure to make today a great day thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of falling through the cracks feel alive and thrive please join dr rebecca risk again next monday at noon eastern time and 9 a.m pacific time on the voice america health and wellness channel we'll talk more next week 